Welcome to God Invention Radio with your host, Brian Free. Welcome to God Invention Radio. Tonight we have a special guest, Leslie Scott, president of Oxford Games and the inventor of the Jenga. Leslie, you're there with us, right? I am, indeed. Thank you and welcome to our show. Thank you very much, indeed. Very, very exciting. Boy, I, I hear... Uh, you, you have an accent. I know uh, just uh, from reading the bio on uh, on the Got Invention website, you were born and raised in Africa. I was, but I love this idea that I have the accent. Oh. <laughs> Is that right, though? Is that where you're from? I am from. I was born in East Africa in Tanzania and raised um, in East Africa, but also uh, we moved to West Africa at certain points. So I'm sort of well and truly African. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you would have been uh, a guest earlier on the show, but uh, I know you were away for a while. So you're traveling around the uh, around the world, huh? Well, I was in actually in Africa. I've just just come back. From, um, I'm now right now in in England, but I was in Africa in Kenya for a month um, up until yesterday. Well, so that's where you live? You live in England? I, I live in England, but I spend about three or four months of the year in, in Kenya. Well, that's great. Welcome welcome back to, uh, to England. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and Oxford Games, if you don't mind. Um, well, to, I, um, I started Oxford Games um, about 25 years ago, following on from having put um, Jenga on the, the, my first game, my first invention on the market in, um, gosh, it was 1983. So um, that's when I first went into business for myself, and that was with my first game, Jenga. Well, wow, so that was 1983. Yes, indeed. Okay, and uh, so you have Jenga and you have uh, a line of other games that are under the uh, Oxford uh, company, right? That's correct. I mean, I, I um, um, soon after putting Jenga on the market, I started, I mean, that was kind of launched me into the career of being a games designer. Um, and since then, I've, since 1983, I've designed um, either on my own or in partnership with um, a, um, a graphic designer called Sarah Finch. And she and I designed something in the order of about sort of 35 games that we published, um, actually on almost all of them under the title of um, our company, um, Oxford Games. Hmm. Any any uh, games we can use on April Fool's Day? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to uh, come up with something after the show. Yes. <laughs> or maybe I during the show that. and you'll let us know. <laughs> I will indeed. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, we have a great, great show tonight with Leslie. I mean, we've spoke before the show. We have some great information to share with you. And uh, I know Leslie and I are really looking forward to helping helping the listeners out there. So really, tell us, tell us. I, I know when we when we spoke earlier, and I'm looking on the website at the bio on the Got Invention, you said that Jenga sold $50 million worth or 50 million units worth? It's in the order of about 50 million units worth. Um, um so 50 million it, Jenga games, right? It's 50 million Jenga okay. games. Um, it's, it's in that sort of, I mean, it's obviously a little bit difficult to actually give you an absolutely precise figure, but it's in, it's in that, um, that sort of ballpark of about 50 million games. Wow. 
That's great. I know my uh, daughter wanted to introduce you on the show tonight. I mean, she's a big fan of the Jenga as well, and I played with her in the past too. So we're really happy to have you on uh, on our show. And uh, so can you kind of tell the listeners out there what exactly is Jenga? Um, yes. I mean, Jenga is a, a game. It's, a, it's in some senses sort of simplicity itself. It's a game that's based on um, sets of, uh, a set of wooden building blocks, basically. I mean, there are 54 wooden building blocks, and you start the game by stacking these into a tower that's sort of three blocks um, by three blocks in each layer. Um, and then you take it in turns, players take it in turns to remove one block from the tower, um, and, you know, anywhere in the tower, and then placing that block on the top of the tower. So if you can sort of imagine this, if you've, if you've never seen the game, what you need to imagine is the fact that this tower that starts um, at 18 layers high, um, as you're, as you're um, playing the game, the tower gets higher and higher, and more and more precarious, more and more unstable. Um, and the, I mean, the game ends when the tower collapses, and the loser is the person who, you know, who put the final block on that caused the game to fall, caused, sounds, caused the tower to fall. Sounds like a game you could play for hours. Well, it's it's interesting. The game itself, um, any one round probably is is unlikely to last hours. But what you what you do find is that people. Well, once it collapses, they immediately want to start again. <laughs> I mean, they, the, the funny thing about Jenga is, of course, gravity always wins. I mean, but but right. people never seem to learn that lesson. Well, people <laughs> they love, want to try people again. love the <laughs> challenge, right? It's yeah. the challenge all about it. And yeah. on top of that, you also wrote a book called About Jenga, right? That, that's correct. I, I mean, I just, I just, um, I published that book last year. Um, um, well, just actually the tail end of tail end of last year, and that book really that came about because in the sort of thirty well twenty seven years thirty years since I put Jenga on the market, um, a, a, a lot of stories, a lot of myths have arisen about the origin of the game, okay. and I, I, I mean I was finding people telling me. That this game was, um, you know, an ancient Chinese game played in jade, which I thought was a lovely idea, or it was a um, um, game like a, a sort of, I don't know, played um, by the Egyptians and so on. And these sort of stories were sort of kind of circulating, and I thought, you know, somebody ought to actually tell the the history of this game. And I guessed, I thought. I was probably the best person to tell the history of right. the game. Well, that makes sense. I'm sure you've uh, said it a few times, but now you put it in writing, and it's actually called About Jenga, right? It's called About Jenga, and there's a sort of subtitle, which is the um, the remarkable story of, um, or remarkable business of creating a game that became a household name. And in a sense, what I, it, it's, a, it's a business book in a way. I mean, that's the best way of describing it, because it's, it's about, obviously it's about Jenga specifically, but in many ways it's as much about the whole process of taking an idea to market um, well, based great. on that's you know, my share. experiences with doing so. That's what you're going to share with us tonight. That's great. What I <laughs> want to know is, are there any inside <laughs> tips or any cheats in there that I can, that I can beat my daughter with? <laughs> you mean how to play the game? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Did you no. add that in the book? <laughs> Sorry, you've got it. You've just got it. Practice. <laughs> well, practice I got makes you. Perfect. <laughs> I got your number directly, so I may be giving you a call. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's great. I mean, I let you into a secret. Is is my kids beat me? Oh, <laughs> you must have read your book a few times. I think so. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, it's uh, it's actually become a household name. I mean, if you if you go on your website is oxfordgames.com. That's where your games are listed, and and also about Jenga is in there as well. And then you also have the other website that's aboutjenga.com. And that is uh, is about your book, and obviously the information that's in that book, you're going to give us a piece of that on, on our show tonight, so that's great. So, I mean, Jenga, so many people have heard about it, and they've come up with all these different myths and all these different stories about it, mm-hmm. but there's Monopoly, there's Scrabble, there's Operation, I mean, there's people that really know those type of, of games, and those are household names, so why do you think Jenga became so successful? Well, that that actually, um, you know, to a large degree, is a, is is the kind of subject of the book. Um, I'm I'm I certainly was as puzzled by that as I think anybody. Um, even though I, you know, had designed Jenga and as I say, I you know you know designed another thirty games. Actually, what makes a, a game successful is. Um, uh, something I've, you know, I've thought about long and hard in the last few years and tr- I mean, tried, 50, to, tried to pin down. 50 million units or more mm-hmm. have sold. I mean, how does that register when you think about that? It, it, it's extremely exciting. and and <laughs> But I tell you, that, I mean, I still get incredibly um, excited when I... I don't know, walk into a toy shop and see somebody buying a set of Jenga. I'm sure. It's a great <laughs> feeling, right? It, it is a great feeling. I mean, it's, I, I, you know, when I put the game on the market, I, in a sense, almost, I was almost naively assumed the game was going to be very successful. I mean, I think this is something that is true of, of, um, of a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, people have, have said, a lot of people have said to me, oh, you couldn't possibly have ever dreamed it was going to be um, very successful. Well, my answer to them is that nobody takes the kind of risks that, that I took and that, that, that other inventors and designers take to put their product on the market without feeling that it's, um, there's a very strong chance that it's going to be very successful. But I realize now um, you know the the, the 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 process involved in, in in putting a game on the market or putting an idea on the market is is a lot more complex than I I had anticipated. Good. And, I, and I now know that actually it was extremely lucky that it was became as successful as it did do. That's great. Well, we're excited to hear more about it, and you're going to share that process with us uh, in the next segments coming up. We're just about ending this first segment. We have Leslie Scott, president of Oxford Games and the inventor of the Jenga. We're really happy to have you. And if it's okay with you, Leslie, we're going to take calls in the next uh, segments. I'll uh, open up the phone lines and the email if that's okay with you. Of course. Great. We'll give that phone number and the email address in a moment. Um, And uh, we'll be back with segment two and Leslie Scott in a moment. You're listening to Got Invention Radio on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. We'll be back in a moment. Thank you.
Do you have an idea or an invention and not sure what to do next? Take the first step and get your copy of the book "You and Your Big Ideas" by Brian Freed. From protecting your idea to developing it and bringing your product to market, this handy resource guide is a must-have for every inventor, innovator, and entrepreneur. This book is all about you and your big ideas and bringing them to life. Only ten ninety-five. Order now and also receive your free product evaluation kit with the book. Call now. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your little league team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com and thanks for listening to WS Radio. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need, and each year they never fail to impress me. Well, they've done it again with the SSD Now V Series drive. If you truly want to enhance your system without breaking the bank, then you have to check this out. The V stands for value. This drive is available as a standalone unit or with their desktop or notebook bundle kit. The bundle kit even includes a Cronus True Image cloning software. SSDs use less power and have no moving parts. When using a notebook, less power means the difference between finishing. A movie on an airplane before the battery dies. With no moving parts, an SSD is more durable to drops and shock. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing life into an old system. When I choose memory or drives for my own computer, I always choose Kingston. Kingston has it all: quality, performance, and price. Go to Kingston.com for more information. Install them in your computer. I promise you're going to love them. When it comes to printers, Canon technology has changed the way images and text are put to paper. Canon's laser beam printer technology has redefined both color and black and white printing standards in over 80% of the world's laser printer. Canon's bubble jet printing technology has completely revolutionized color printing by consistently delivering new innovations from personal use and home office businesses to corporate solutions. Canon printers have the technology and reliability you're looking for. Learn more at Canon.com. 